Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. talk about There's what have i been doing yeah the world is not doing anything right now it's, just, it's fucking insane it's there's nothing the to every do every time it's becoming an issue with yeah. my clients yeah that i have for more than 30 minutes where i'm like so here's what you gotta do you just go all right uh, while that processes we're gonna listen to my podcast <laughs> i have thought about it boop <laughs> i have thought about I'm going to go. I mean, yeah, it's again, a Ben Kissel move. Yeah. You just like force people to listen to it. Yeah. Or like, hey, let me see your phone and subscribe people. <laughs> Start offering discounts for people who are subscribed. Oh my just God. Just 5%. <laughs> 5%. $5 off if you are subscribed to my podcast. That could work. You got to get the listeners somehow. Yeah. Too bad no one's getting their haircut right now. Mm. I need a haircut. Everyone's learned how long they can go without haircuts. <laughs> oh, this is not essential. I know. I was thinking about some of my like glittery boots that i wear mm-hmm. every day um mm-hmm. they were starting to come apart a little bit like the shoe from the sole yeah and i was wearing them the other day and i tripped going up my stairs and it just tore it in half oh no <laughs> so i was like oh honey new shoes are I'm they like, like flapping now yeah i'm yeah. in from away i was like i need to go buy new shoes but like yeah is that an essential purchase no I is have... it necessary to go to the rack room shoes right now no yeah I and i just have no shoes. desire to go into a store no it just sounds like like if i have something that i'm like i need to get this that's fine sure like i have the energy for that but i don't have the energy to like go shopping yeah you know i don't want to wear a mask any longer than i have to yeah. like i'm already wearing one all day at work anyway and it's just like i just want to be it's just unnecessary yeah but you got other shoes i do that was just the only pair that i could wear without like tying like i just oh, slip for them your on and go aesthetic well i mean just <laughs> for every other pair of shoes that i have i gotta like loosen them and then put them on oh. and like tighten them back up yeah. time. and i'm just like this takes like 10 minutes so how do people live like this you know you can so. just order shoes off the internet yeah that's true people do it not me they don't fit you not send me. them back i think could not be me you that's just buy true. the biggest size i have but that's what size <laughs> shoe you wear anyway that okay that is accurate i was talking to one of my clients about that about because she was saying she wears big shoes and i was like yeah, so does my best friend, and whenever we would go shoe shopping, I'd be like, look, I know you don't like these, but they're the only ones in your size, so you have to buy them. You have to buy them. You, you, when do, how will you know if you ever see another pair this big? It's so maybe your last chance to have shoes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I hate seeing, like, super cute shoes on the internet, and then uh, going to purchase them, and then the website's in Japanese, and I'm just like, they're no. not gonna, they make, no. they go up to a five. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, buying stuff sized things off the internet is hard it's true 
just stick with what I know. Yeah. In this brand, I wear this size, and in this brand, I wear this size, and that's it. That's all I care about. That's true. It would make more sense if everything was just measured. The same? Like, these shoes are an eight, because they're eight inches long. Yeah. Oh, cool. We measure my foot. Yeah. I don't really understand. Like, I kind of get it with pants and shirts and stuff, because bodies are, you know, everybody's different. But, like, feet are pretty standard, you would think. Well, shoe sizes. I mean, if you just measure it and literally go, like, with dude's pants, or it's like, these pants are 33 inches around. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you gotta make sure, yeah, but theoretically. But they're like, this is a large. Because I've bought like, women's pants, quote-unquote quote women's pants, that are, like, you know, measured in inches instead of sizes, and I still wear different sizes. Yeah. Well, that's just... Yeah, because that's the, I mean, the waist size, yeah, but, like, what's the butt size? <laughs> you seen this thing? Anyway, enough about my butt. <laughs> somebody, I was talking to somebody the other day that was saying they wish that they could take their boobs off so they could sleep. It's like, I know I would leave them at home. <laughs> <laughs> or like, just have, like, one on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, push it to the middle. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you look different today. I forgot my titties, okay? Yeah, yeah when I had my ears stretched to like an inch i would i wouldn't sleep with the jewelry in because it's too big yeah and then i would get like to work or something and see myself in the mirror and be like oh oops <laughs> that looks weird those are dangly ears today sorry everyone <sighs> yeah so i would definitely do that yeah i mean i guess you know you get dressed and be like hmm this shirt's not doesn't <laughs> yeah, fit the way it shirt fits differently oh my very first uh boyfriend like very first serious boyfriend will get so how mad how serious was he when- <laughs> I mean, we look- <laughs> no sense of humor or uh, he thought he was funny <laughs> yeah i would borrow his shirts and then he would put them on and be like all right well this is your shirt now Aww. because i don't have titties and this <laughs> doesn't fit <laughs> like maybe you stop wearing your shirt so tight yeah that was the one that made me get a cat scan oh yeah because he thought you had a brain tumor because you were dumb <laughs> no because i couldn't remember anything oh yeah you know i went through a phase like that when i was I probably that age too. I just couldn't remember anything. Yeah, like I can't remember anything now. It's early twenties, part of my charm. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in my early twenties, I was uh, talking about this actually. I don't know, a week or two ago, I had the same thing. Like, couldn't remember anything. Like, someone would be like, "Yeah, remember we talked about this yesterday?" And I'd be like, "No, nip, not in there." Hold on, let me check. Nope. Well, th- see, that wasn't <laughs> even the thing. I could remember it once he brought it up, but he he just. Like, we would be at work, because we worked together and also lived together. Yeah. We would be at work. And I know, it was bad. And he would be like, hey, when we get home, I need a haircut. And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And then we would get home, and I would forget, because he told me while we were at work, and I was thinking about work stuff. Yeah. And then we got home, and there were all these home things that I had to do. Right. And he wouldn't mention it when we got home. He and then say he would nothing. just be mad that you forgot. And then we would be at work the next day. He'd be like, uh, remember I asked you to give me a haircut? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, sorry. Like, we'll do it when we get home. And he'd be like. Uh, it's clearly not important to you. It was very gaslighty. So, um, uh, yeah, he was just setting you up for that. Yeah, no, he, would, he would walk by and be like, "Hey, you want to cover hair?" And then, like the next day, be like, "Wow, wow, wouldn't even do that." And I was wow, just like, "Hey, like... how about say something when we're at home? Yeah, where the scissors are when I can cut your hair, and I'm happy to do it. But like, it's your fucking hair, and if you want, I was just it was infuriating. <laughs> You're um, like, anyway, let's go back to our house right? before we go back to our work. Ugh, yeah, no, it was bad. Don't ever yeah no do that i will not i don't care 
How much you love somebody? No. Because you have nothing to talk about. Yeah. You get home and you're like, so, nope, you were there. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) it's just. So I was thinking, oh, you probably already know what I was thinking. No, you know, because we work in the same place. Yeah. So I don't recommend it. Nope. Anyway. Anyway. I'm Meat Wedge. I'm Bucket Snake. I do not have a brain tumor. No, I don't think I do either. I don't know. I've never been checked. I don't think I do. I mean, technically, I I got a CAT scan and they were like, here are the pictures of your brain. And I said, tight. And then no one in a professional capacity ever looked at them. So maybe you do? So I might. But that was over 10 years ago. So it's really big now. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like at least, at the very least, things would have gotten worse. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Probably. (laughs) You seem fine. Yeah. Fine enough to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> which takes a lot of brain power. Sure Let does. me tell you. Especially this one. Woo. Woo. So this is d- definitely what we do every week and not because I actually forgot. But what are we talking about this week? The Great Mouse Detective. Hell yeah. I love this movie. Me too. It's so dark. I mean, I know that that's like the trend. Yeah. And most of the movies that we do are dark, but woof. This yeah. one, it's also like very like aesthetically just like dark like yeah light wise yeah because it takes place in london and uh-huh. and mostly at night and yep. uh in the sewers yep so uh-huh it's actually dark yeah and the villain is scary yeah radigan yeah yeah thinks he's a mouse yeah well he, kn- he knows that he's a rat i think but he won't let anyone call him that yeah i know i don't super remember the plot i just remember you know, it's like a Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. They live at Baker Street. Yeah. Um, it's like a, it's not the exact, I think Sherlock Holmes lives at 221 Baker Street and yeah. he lives at something like that. Yeah. But not quite. And his name is not Sherlock Holmes. It's Herlock- Basil. Sherlock Holmes. Basil of Baker Street. Yeah, Basil. Is his name. And then, uh, Dr. I don't remember the. I know there's someone Doctor's whose last name. name is Havisham. Yeah, oh, Olivia that's, Havisham. Yeah, that's her dad goes missing. Her dad gets kidnapped. Yes, she, I guess she doesn't know that. But yeah, her dad is missing. Yeah, so she. I just remembered. Mm-hmm. Right now, she <laughs> employs is he like a watchmaker or something. He's a toy maker. Toy maker. Yeah, and he gets kidnapped by Radigan to make a life-size version of the Queen, so that oh. Radigan can kidnap the Queen, and no one will know. Interesting. Sure. Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember that point, but yeah, I just remember that Havisham is really fun to say. Yeah. Basil is a cute name. Olivia Havisham. Yeah, she's this little girl. Yeah. Radigan is a fun name. That's true. They're all kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, what is the what is the doctor's name? I don't know. Something cute. He's real cute. Yeah, I like he's him a little lot. and round. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a dog named Toby. Cute. And Olivia keeps feeding him crumpets, but they're like mouse sized oh, and he's yeah. like basset hound sized. Yeah. <laughs> so they're very small. That's cute. Uh, and then there's a little tiny bat that hangs out with Radigan. I he's love bats. Got a peg leg. Oh yeah, he's and scary. A hole in one ear, I think. Yeah. And his name is lost to me. Batigan. <laughs> Radigan and Batigan. <laughs> yes. And he has a cat named Felicia, I think. Catigan. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a rat, a bat, and a cat. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Radigan, Batigan, Catigan. Walk yeah. into a bar. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. Credits. Yes. Yeah. That's that's it. Uh, so they try and figure out what's happened to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember watching it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, enough same. that like I'm remembering more of this, I think, than other movies we've talked about. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be cool. There's like a crazy scene at the end where they're tied to a mousetrap and there's this whole like crazy Rube Goldberg machine where they're like gonna die and Basil's just like eh he's just giving up oh and the other guy's like uh hey <laughs> hey hey Basil? hey Basil hey and he's just like who cares it doesn't matter nothing matters and then like that's very Sherlock Holmes there's a scene in there's like a really crazy scene in Big Ben that's like really scary that's yeah happening. that's like, what I think that's why I was thinking of clocks Oh, okay. Because they're yeah, yeah, in yeah. Big Ben yeah. at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a lightning storm or yeah. something. Yeah, and they're like... I just remember Radigan with like the lightning behind him and he's like... Yeah! Oh, and he keeps and getting scary. like crazier and crazier yeah. and like more like rat-like and nasty mm-hmm. looking. I think... Is he vi- is he voiced by Vincent Price? Because I feel like... I don't know. That sounds right. Yeah. Or... He's got that like... Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> or John Malkovich. Yeah. I think it's John yeah. Malkovich. It's John Malkovich. <laughs> Every villain is John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun supercut YouTube video. I'm going to call Mr. Malkovich and be like, look, can you do some voiceover dubbing? I just want you to pretend <laughs> to be every these. childhood cartoon villain <laughs> all together in one. Just need to see what it would have been like. Love it. He'd probably go for it. Yeah. He's not busy. No. I've decided. <laughs> He's got time. Yeah. That's about it. I'm not going to say that I'm excited this time because I say it every time. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) I already have the song stuck in my head about Radigan. (laughs) I don't know it. I will know it. You will. Alright, cool. Let's go watch it. Yeah! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, that was a fucking serious movie. That's a very serious. I don't, I don't really know why I liked it so much as a child. Because I can't. It's not. There are no. There, there's nothing fun about it. <laughs> it's not very fun. Like even there the, are no jokes. Yeah, and the opening is even like scary? right into it before even the credits. Depressing. Giant bat face. <laughs> <gasps> I was watching some review of it on YouTube, and it like cut like surprisingly to fidget coming through the window and it was so loud 
Yeah. Like, it was just the way it was edited, the video, I'm sure, but, like, I was just like, oh! <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah, it's just like, and he keeps sticking his face right in your face, and yeah. he's got nasty teeth. Get out of my face! Whew. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and the whole thing is at night. Yes. So I don't think they have daytime in London, actually. Oh. We just watched Muppet Christmas Carol. There was no daytime there. <laughs> yeah, so. there was. No. So much daytime. No. No. Just nighttime. Just a just a full moon. <laughs> I do yeah. I do think it's funny that we went from London eighteen fifty to London eighteen ninety seven. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. We're in a very London y mood. Yeah. Our my first note is, ah, oh, here we are again. <laughs> London. The balmy no. The rainy Yes. Oh, yeah. Very Gloomy. Rainy. Yes. Quite so. I don't know if the version that I watched was like remastered or not, because I'd you know, just watch it on Amazon. Yeah. But it was really, it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Very bright, nice and happy. And a bunch of the reviews that I read kind of reference the same thing, so it may not have been remastered. Interesting. Yeah. But it came out in 1986. Yeah. Before either of us yep. existed. Yep. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, let's get into it. What happens in this movie? Yeah, it starts with, I guess is it Olivia's birthday, or did her dad just make her the doll for fun? No, it's her birthday. She says, this is the best birthday ever. Yeah. And then he says, I haven't even given you your present yet. And then it's the worst birthday ever. And then it is, yes, God, I mean, hands down, the worst birthday she's ever had, unless, I don't know, maybe something happened to her mom on her birthday. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah we, know, we don't know. That would be. She just doesn't have a mother. But, um, but yeah. He made her the little, her dad made her the little dancing mouse because he's a toy maker, yeah, which is sweet. it's so pretty. Yeah. And very functional. Much more functional than we will see the queen. Well, smaller scale. <laughs> Could have made a tiny he, queen. He probably had. <laughs> <laughs> she's a you mouse. you imagine how big that doll is, though, that he made her? Because they're mouse size. Oh, my God. So that doll had to be and like. And it's like in her little hands. An inch oh, tall. <laughs> I've never thought about that. I didn't either until just now. Where does he find the parts? He makes them, I'm sure. He Ted Kaczynski's it. But, like, the little metal... <laughs> <laughs> Ted Kaczynski made bombs with no no parts from any store. He just handmade them. What? So I'm sure... Yeah, that's why they couldn't trace anything. He put, like, nails and shit in there, right? I don't know. I don't think so. There was nothing traceable. He ma- Anyway, this isn't a true crime podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Ted Kaczynski can do it, then Mr. Flaversham... In 1897, could certainly have done it. Hiram. His first name was Hiram. Oh, yeah. Hiram Feversham. Hiram. Hiram Feversham. Very Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't uh, remember that they were Scottish, and then I was like, "Wait, is everyone Scott?" Oh no, it's just them. Just the Flavershams. Yeah, it's very cute. Very um, cute. But yeah, then the fucking bat breaks in. Yeah. Right into the action. Mm-hmm. Olivia hides in the little cabinet, and yeah. they fight, and they show the shadows fighting, which I do like that. Yeah. I do wonder, I mean, it, it's just so hostile at the at the beginning. Like, yeah. has has Mr. Flaversham been harassed before by this Yeah, how do bat, they know or, about him? Yeah, I mean, what, that's a good question, too. Yeah. That wasn't even, I was just kind of thinking, like, Why he, was he, on their radar? he doesn't even say, like, who's there. You know, he's just immediately, like, they're just hanging out in their toy shop and somebody starts rattling the door. He's not like, hey, we're closed, go away. He's immediately suspicious. He's immediately like, Olivia, hide. Yeah. Which is not, wouldn't be my first. True. It would be mine, but. Yeah? Yeah. If somebody would <laughs> be stuffing your kids in cabinets. Open my door. I'd be like, I mean, because it's their house, too. That may just be their house. It may not actually be their shop. I mean, it says Flaversham's toys above the door. 
Oh, so it's clearly some somewhere that it's intended for people to like come in and yeah and buy things, I guess. But I don't know. It's just very strange. Uh, Yeah, it is weird. There's not a lot of backstory throughout this whole movie. No, on anyone. It's just like yeah, it's just the way it is. Okay. Well, and I I was watching a making of, and they were interviewing someone, one of the writers, and he was like, "Yeah, and you know, we have backstories for all of them. Like, why is this person this way? What was their life like?" you know, before this part of the movie and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, that's good for you, but you didn't put any of it in. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't need it. You just kind of go, yeah, they're just rivals. It's fine. But yeah. I mean, it is fine. It's a kid's movie. Is it? true. Is it a kid's movie? <laughs> I, did, I, I anyway. watched it as a child, but I would submit that it is not. <laughs> so now we're to the opening credits. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> so much happens. goes immediately from like this like super dark, sad you know, she gets out of the cabinet, everything's dark, there's paint everywhere, everything's smashed, and then it's like, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> like, <Ta-da! laughs> this does not fit at all! Yeah. It's very And jarring. now for an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I think the opening credit music is the happiest thing in, in the, the whole, whole movie. Yeah. It's just uh, kind of serious and scary and sad for the rest of it. True. Yeah, and then you meet, we meet Dr. Dawson. So cute! Who is also the narrator, which, you know, goes with the Sherlock Holmes yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the tiniest three-piece suit. You know. How small are those buttons? This little baby bowler hat. <laughs> it's so cute. He's so cute. His tiny little newspaper. It's just... Yeah. Everything about him. I know. I love, love him. And he just got home from Afghanistan. What yeah. a far way to travel for a niece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got... Yeah. I didn't even think about that. There's a lot of traveling mice in the Disney universe. Yeah. That's true. Because fucking, we haven't covered Fievel, but he goes all the way across the country. Yeah. So much travel. That's not a Disney movie, is it? Yes. Oh. I think. I, I think, think so. the second one is. The second one is? We've talked about this, but I can't remember. Because mm. Kirshner worked on one, and then. Yeah, Don Bluth. Don Bluth worked... did the first one, and it's yeah. not a Disney movie. Yeah. Because it's in competition with. Great yes. Mouse Detective. They came out at the same time. Yeah. And American Tale did a lot Much better. better. Yeah. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is not fun. No. He meets Olivia. He's mm-hmm. like looking around for a place to live. Yeah. Runs into Olivia crying in a shoe. Yeah. Same girl. Same. It was really weird watching this because I like, again, like I'm realizing as we're watching all these movies that I haven't seen since I was a child. Like I, there are so many plot points that I don't remember, but I remember the cadence of how people talk. Yeah. Which is just weird how your brain, like, holds on to yeah. those things. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what happens next, but I know that he, like, this sentence has this rhythm, which mm-hmm. is just very strange. You can hear it yeah. without really knowing what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. he finds Livia. They go, oh, she has heard of Basil. Yeah, which, good on her. I mean, I don't know I don't what think else, they have what nice her cops. other options yeah. were. <laughs> what? Scotland Yard or whatever. <laughs> I know very little about the UK, especially in the 1890s. But uh, I only know about Scotland Yard because of 101 Dalmatians. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's very resourceful. She's like, you know, I've got this newspaper. It talks about this really great Basil of Baker Street. Yeah. I'm going to go find him. He's going to help me find my dad. And that's it's really sweet. Incredibly resourceful. For Were I a tiny mouse, I would have been like, well, Live a moan now. I can eat as much cheese as I want. <laughs> Nobody can tell me no. I'm going to stay up late. Hell yeah. I mean, maybe she did that for a couple days. We don't know the timeline. That's of true. Her. She's like, all right. I guess kinda I kind of missed my he, dad. Yeah, he hasn't come back. So I guess bored. he's not kidding. It wasn't a prank. Huh? 
Yes. Anyway, yeah. They find his house. Yep. Do they ever introduce her, the housekeeper? Yes. What was her name? I forget. I didn't this is hear it. Judson or something. It's clo- oh. it's like Hudson. Yeah, it's, it's close to Hudson. Yeah, because okay. she's meant to be. Yeah. The you know obviously Mrs. Hudson character. I do love. <laughs> is this the home of Basil Baker Street? I'm afraid it is. Yes. It's <laughs> very cute. Uh, I know the little house is like full of all the contraptions too. So I was like, oh, Olivia must feel comfortable because her house is full of weird, yeah, workshop, yeah, very crowded. (laughs) Yeah, and then Basil comes home, yeah, as a yeah, it seems a little racist, a little racist. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it's a Sherlock Holmes reference yeah probably everything in this movie is right yeah it's probably a reference to some other case yeah that he has unfortunately i don't think i've ever read a single sir arthur conan doyle i don't think i have either uh-uh. there's so much sherlock just like in our culture doesn't right. really feel necessary yeah but I, I don't think i've ever actually sat down and read any have sherlock you stood Holmes. up and read <laughs> oh yeah, you... yeah 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 oh yeah have but you laid down and read <laughs> I've read Sherlock Holmes on a roller coaster. Uh, but, uh, no, wait, that's not Were you giggling the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just as a side note. <laughs> when Meat Wedge is scared, she laughs. That's true. She just giggles maniacally all the way through every roller coaster ride. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> Only everyone stares. When I'm when I'm scared, but I know that everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. If I'm like genuinely scared then I but it's like this is a fun kind of danger. Remember the time we were wherever we were, Kings Island, probably. Probably, and uh, they hadn't even like buckled us in yet, and we were just sitting there, and you were just like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> no one ever believes me either, which I think is funny because yeah. I, I do warn people ahead of time. I'm like, I'm gonna laugh through this, and they're like, okay, and then they're like, why did you? I was like, told you. It was I mean, happen. I expected the laughing while we were going. <laughs> But we hadn't even been strapped That's in the yet. anticipation. <laughs> There's also a point every time, the first time, like I go to an amusement park, the first time I'm on a roller coaster and going up the hill, we go, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like your whole life flashes before why, your eyes to like, why am what I has doing led this? me to do this? Why am I here? This is so dumb. What is wrong with me? And then it starts and you're like, oh yeah, this is fun. I love this. Yeah. My mom. I went skydiving. Yeah. Got to 10,000 feet. It was like, what the fuck am i doing i'm gonna die i could die well i'm already here <laughs> i come by honestly because my mom also giggles the entire way through roller coasters which i'm sure it's not surprising to you oh my god i never want to go to an amusement park with the two of you <laughs> you have to sit in the middle of us <laughs> let's just meat wedge and mom wedge in stereo <laughs> mom wedge. that's what i'm calling your mom from now on Please do not warn her. I won't. All right. Anyway, anyway what were we talking about? Uh, mice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Basil comes home uh, dressed in a racist costume, which quickly deflates. So, you know, it's probably fine. It's not fine. And then just keeps ignoring that there are new people in his house. Yeah. Well, he's he is he's got to follow this lead through. Yeah. To the end. Then he'll deal with them. There's probably people in his foyer all the time, honestly. He's That's a, true. He's a renowned detective at yeah, this point. Yeah, people are just coming in and out, touching evidence. Yeah. I mean, his housekeeper doesn't seem terribly phased, yeah. so it, it probably happens. Yeah, he comes home, he shoots some pillows, he's trying to match he up some He was just going to straight up shoot Dawson. Yeah. 
if he didn't put those pillows down. I mean, he had three pillows. He would have been fine. They explode. (laughs) Oh, my good pillows. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why she thought anything was safe. Yeah. Um, She's got to know. But she brings up cheese crumpets. And I want to know. Sounds great. What kind of cheese? Oh. Cheddar? Cream cheese? Are these like Danish? Uh, I don't know. Is a crumpet like a biscuit? I think so. I want one. It looks... I I would imagine it's... uh... Imagine the size of those crumpets. I'm just thinking of how oh tiny God, everything no, I know. would be all I, the time. That, that is definitely one of those things that, like, when I think about it, is, like, those teeny tiny little crumpets that she feeds to that dog that, like... Oh, it's so cute. It's like a crumb for that dog, but he's still so happy. So, I can't... I imagine it's more of a savory cheese, because they're mice. Yes, true. Anyway, it's matching the bullets. They don't match. He plays a sad violin. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm researching crumpets. Oh, okay. They're like, very similar to Where have muffins. you gone? Meanwhile, just picked up her phone and was like texting. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm driving this all by myself. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Where are we going? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just looking at what a crumpet was, so that it looks very similar to an English muffin, which I understand would make sense why they wouldn't call it an English muffin in England. <laughs> mm, I mean, we call it American cheese, but that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because we're like, this American. <laughs> <laughs> My freedom fries. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I need American cheese for my freedom fries. I have I'm I have a funny story about that. Oh. That I may or may not leave in. But when I was in high school, it was my freshman year of high school that well, it was it was in the eighth grade when like nine eleven actually happened. Yeah. And so then it was like the year after that was my freshman year in high yeah, school when same. everything was like you know, we were all like, oh, freedom fries and yeah. uh, victory kiss and all that because we were mad at French people. Oh, I like to say freedom kiss. <laughs> then you can just let your tongue go wherever. <laughs> It's free. <laughs> Let me out of here. Um, <laughs> but uh, our science teacher in the ninth grade was named. His name is Gregory French. Oh no! And he was bum bum bum. Yeah. Oh, he was also uh, one of the football coaches, and so everybody called him Coach French. So we started calling him Coach Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hated it. <laughs> Can't imagine why. But so he'd be like, uh, Coach Freedom, I don't really understand the, uh, <laughs> he's like, God damn it, stop calling me Uh, that. Mr. Victory, excuse me, hello? So, anyway. That's hilarious. Thanks, that's my, shout out to Greg French, one of the greatest science teachers of all time, truly. Aww. I loved him. I miss him. I hope I, he's doing good. I love a great science teacher. Yeah, no, he was, he was really cool. I had one of those in high school. Yeah? Yeah. Mr. Cox. <laughs> Matt. Cox. <laughs> So anyway, a crumpet. Anyway, a cr- crumpets. It's an English muffin. It's an English muffin, but that's what we were talking about. We were talking about Basil comes home and shoots the pillows yes. and is trying to match up the bullets. They don't match. Because he's trying to catch Radigan once and for all. Oh, Radigan. Which is, this is kind of another bit of backstory. I would just like to know a little bit more about why they're nemeses. Well, I mean, he's, you know, obviously supposed to be Moriarty. Yeah. Which I don't know... Why it, Moriarty is... Is his brother, right? No. It's not his brother. Not in Great Mouse Detective, but in... No. Are they not related? Uh-uh. Huh. Not at all. He does have a brother. Sherlock does? Yeah, his name is... The audience is yelling at me. Meh, 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 meh. What? No, don't restart. <laughs> uh, Mycroft. Yes. His brother's name is Mycroft. Not Minecraft. <laughs> 
you beat me to it. I, I know. Was I saw it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft homes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great business model. <laughs> They're just square. Anyway. <laughs> great. <laughs> just concrete blocks. <laughs> this episode's gonna be three hours long because we can't like, get through this Stay on movie. Track. Ah, I know we're like ten minutes into the movie so far. They'd be like, "Oh wow, the longest one yet." They must have a lot to say. Not about this movie. Negative. So I would like to know. I mean, yeah, I know he's based on Moriarty, but in in this, why are Radigan and Basil nemeses? Why are they? <laughs> and um, yes. just kind of. I mean, I don't know. I just think it's interesting that Basil is this like very good detective, but. He can't get Radigan. Yeah. Ever. I mean, uh, yeah, that's Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty, too. Yeah, that's true. They're then always so why is Radigan chasing after each other. Sweating Basil. I guess he thwarts him from time to time, but can't can't land him in jail. Yeah, they're both just, like, chasing each other's tails. Yeah. I, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's uh, hilarious that Basil just has a portrait of Radigan in his house. <laughs> it's not, like, I didn't even a think newspaper of clipping. It's, like, in a frame. Like, yeah. It's like a very nice, like... He, like, whispers to it before like, he goes to Ooh, bed. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Ooh! When he starts to get unmotivated and just, like, looks over at it. Yeah. And he's like, My enemy. Ooh, I'm, I'm coming for you, Professor. Yes. Uh, yeah. So then the scene cuts to Radigan's lair. Yes. With Flaversham. Flaversham, yes. In there inventing robots in 1897. Yep. Yeah, and he's like... Flaversham's like, I won't do it. I'm not. I'm not Scottish. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Right. I don't care. There you go. He, uh, yeah. He's like, feed me to your fucking cat. I don't so, care. I don't so give a shit. Off. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's a. That's probably as much as I can say in that accent. So we're yeah. going to leave it at that. But um. Yeah. And then he crushes the little dancing so doll sad. full of tiny parts. Yeah, he worked so hard on that. He's like, I will kill your fucking kid if you do not make this robot for me. Yeah. And then Flaversham's like, fine. Alright. I'll do it. So this is our first, this is our introduction to Radigan, which yes. is dope. He's just, he's so cool. He is very cool. I mean, he sucks, obviously, but he's so cool. Yeah, and this I think- movie would not be interesting if the villain wasn't so interesting. Yeah. And I don't think he would be as interesting if it weren't Vincent Price. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, just... Yeah. I was uh, thinking about it and like Sherlock Holmes classically, I think, at least from the Sherlock Holmes media that I have consumed. Sure. You don't know what's going on for most of like the case. Yeah. Like you don't see the behind the scenes. You don't see Moriarty like setting things right. up, you know, it's like, and then at the end it like, all comes together and he reveals why it makes sense and what's been happening and why yeah. this and this and this happened. But I think it was a good choice for them to not do it that way so that you do get to see Radigan like through the movie. Yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than just at the end. Yes. Because he is so entertaining. He, he really is. He's wonderful. Sings a bunch of songs about himself. Yeah. Yeah. That song that's, is great. That's when we see also Fidget. Mm-hmm. That's, that's when he gives him the list of stuff to go get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, go bring me these things. And Fidget is like, I'm wearing a newsboy cap and a scarf. I will go. Yeah, he's got a little sleeveless sweater on. Because yeah. he can't have sleeves because he's a bat. Right. He has wings. He's so cute. He is not cute. I love Fidget. He's so stupid. But also, real very hunch. cunning. Real hunch vibes. Yes. Not great at flying. No. Well, it's, 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 it's a crippled yeah. wing. Yeah. It's a hole in it. Mm-hmm. 
Makes it hard. Then he becomes... He is chewed up. Probably yeah, he because... chewed up more later. He's been thrown to Felicia quite a few times. Yeah. What guess. is his motivation? Fidget? <laughs> for working for Radigan. Probably just uh, as a people pleaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know. He just gets chewed up so much. Yeah. It just, like, doesn't seem to be... Because, like, everybody else that's hanging out in Radigan's lair is like, oh, free booze. And, like, you know? Yeah. But... What is, what's Fidget's motivation? That's a good question. He kind of reminds me, too, of... Um, I don't remember his name, but in uh, the Christmas story, the little toady that hangs out with Scott Farkas. Oh, I've only like seen a... a Christmas story like twice. I don't oh, know. man. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, that's one that we watch every year. But yeah, it, well, he just hangs out with this like very small child who's oh. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. It's probably just like, if, if he's not punching me, then he's punching you. It's only that's to make true. sure he keeps punching you. Yeah. But why? The, I mean, it's London. You know, it's not... In a Christmas story, it makes sense because they're children, and it's like we have to go to the same school, and he right. lives down the street, and yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But like, just move, just go, move on. I don't know. He must like the he likes the life of crime. I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, but this scene is fucking not for children. There's smoking. Yep. There's drunkenness. Yeah. Not just like oh, what what could they be drinking in their glass? You know, like right. No, very clearly know. champagne. Very clearly, very... this mouse is getting. <sighs> drunk of fuck yeah there's so much crime <laughs> like, yeah it's just like the smoking oh, and yeah. the drinking really hit me though because i was i was like they would not do that now no i don't think so in a kid's movie yeah like you you can't even get if you have smoking in a show now it's automatic pg-13 rating oh really and this movie's rated g oh wow yeah very interesting yeah i didn't even need to do research for that i knew i already knew <laughs> 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 that face that you just said <laughs> that's why you're here your expertise yeah that's why I in my brain hired you all right i feel like you know what this face looks like audience because i'm making the sound yeah anyway yes so we sort of get a little bit of radigan's motivation this is gonna be his greatest crime of all time it's going to rule mouse he has a voodoo doll of basil which makes so much more sense than yeah. having a framed portrait hanging in your right. house. Basil's just real classy that way. You know, he's just, it's just a a respect thing, you know? <laughs> the voodoo doll? No, 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 the, oh. the portrait. The voodoo doll is a lack of respect. So then they sing this song, and they, those other mice had it out for Bartholomew. They set him up. There was nowhere to go other than yeah, with the, song. the world's greatest rat after yeah. the line, your tops and that's that. Maybe talk about his top hat. But your tops and that's that you're wearing a hat. Yeah. Rather like, than you? you're the, the what, world's greatest rat. The world's greatest rat. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, very revealing character wise that we learn that rat again doesn't like to be referred to as a rat. He should have changed his name to mouse again. Yeah. You're <laughs> Don't know why, why not? Oh, when was it mouse before? <laughs> Get out of my podcast. <laughs> I had a tiny like. It's not, so it's fine. But I had a, a tiny moment of, is he saying Maustum with an M at the end? Or Mauston, like London. Please don't be Mauston. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's Mauston. Yeah, yes. like kingdom. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you, carry on. <laughs> oh, Mouse <laughs> About to turn again. this movie off. Oh, Mouse again. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he keeps his name because it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, But he's animated so cool, too. Like, yeah. I really like the way he's like 
Yeah, just over the top like mood swings and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. big and beefy and yeah, tries scary. to keep his emotions. You just yeah, you get the sense that he's like this nasty feral creature that's mm. trying to be like mouse or more refined, and so which oh, this also yeah. is because you do, you there's only one rat yeah in the whole movie, and it's it's him, and he's trying so hard to pretend that he's a mouse. And I mean, it's called mouse Mal- like he refers to it as mousedom. Yeah, the queen's name is Maustoria. <laughs> I did not pick up on that. Yeah, thank you. So everything is just—it's mice. Yeah, you know, mice are the rulers. The rulers here. I mean, the only I mean, class, not just are, the ruling. Yeah, rats are so feral and gross; they probably don't even have right a king or queen. Yeah, I mean, it's really the only species that. Well, there's a couple other. You know, we got a bat. We got the one lizard. Is he a lizard? I didn't know. He is a lizard. He is. It's the lizard from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that. They make go up the chimney. Oh yeah, yeah. When she's real big in the rabbit's house, his name's Bill in Alice in Wonderland. But in this one, I I feel like maybe they're uh, related, but not the same. But it's you know obviously the same character. So anyway, anyway. Oh, no. and there's a cat. Oh yeah, Felicia. Felicia, you were right. Can't talk. No, but why all not? the other. Well, Toby can't talk. Toby either. can't talk either. I know. Why do? Why can some animals talk and other animals can't? I'll never understand that. How come all the animals in the Little Mermaid can talk, but Eric's dog can't? I don't get it. Oh, dogs are dumb. That's true. Listen, if we're going down this Disney rabbit hole, we have to talk about why Pluto and Goofy. Yeah, yeah. Pluto can't talk, but Goofy can. I don't know. So anyway, so then we meet Felicia, and she consumes Bartholomew, which is very sad. Yeah, that's so violent too, though. It is. This movie's violent it for is. a kids' movie. I mean, there's no blood, thankfully. Yeah, but I did make a note that says, "Shoo, this is dark." Lol. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it is. Um, It's quite dark. Yeah, so then back to Basil. Who says, we're going to go get Toby. Yes, Miss Flamehammer, the newest metal band. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly the first metal band. This is 1897. (laughs) True. Somebody out there, start a metal band called Flamehammer and just do metal covers of Disney songs. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure someone has done that. I don't know. Will Disney allow that? I don't know what the rules are. Uh, I mean, uh... That one, oh god, Suburban Legends covered Under the Sea. Oh, true. So, I guess you can do it. Yeah. And then they reference um, German music. I don't remember the scene, but he says something about German music. And then I had to Google how long, I was like, 1897? Was Germany a country yet? It had only been a country for like less than 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I just Then I fell down like a rabbit hole of researching Germany's history and then i was like oh back to the movie yeah <laughs> pause gonna read about germany for a yeah that's bit. what i did that's fun yeah yeah children's movies you know they just lead you down a wormhole of researching germanic history yeah it's fine it's how you learn things so so then they go get toby i love toby me too i love him so much he's, he's so such, sweet he's such so a sweet. good dog i couldn't <laughs> my brain was like cute and sweet he's sweet he's sweet <laughs> I don't think I've ever, maybe just because I haven't watched it in a while and maybe I noticed last time, but I don't think I had ever put together that Toby was Sherlock Holmes's dog. Oh. You know, like, we're gonna go get him. Yeah, I guess I didn't notice but, that even this time. Yeah. Yeah. Basil lives in Sherlock Holmes's house. Yeah. And is like, we gotta go get Toby, and Toby is Sherlock Holmes's dog. Which, Cute. in Sherlock Holmes, like, actual canon, he does exist, but he's not Sherlock Holmes's dog. He belongs to this other guy, mm. but... Sherlock Holmes will go borrow him sometimes to ah. solve crimes. So love to borrow a dog. Yeah, but 
Toby is the cutest. I don't know why he doesn't like Dr. Dawson, though. He's like growling at him. I know. <laughs> it's rude. Come on, Toby. Get it together. Yeah, I wrote, Toby, I love him and his little legs. I am crying. Yeah, they're so short. God, if I saw some little mice riding a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Little mice in jackets. Yeah, just riding a dog down the street. I'd be like. Crumpets in their pockets. Something is wrong with me. I must call someone. You'd do that thing where you, like, look at the bottle that you're drinking. Yeah. Dump it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a soda water, but. (laughs) It's gotta go anyway. Something's wrong with it. Yeah, so then they go to the toy shop. Yes. They're Miss, following the scent of fidget. Miss Flanchester. <laughs> Miss Flanchester. This whole toy store is terrifying. Yes. The whole scene is dark. Yes. And scary. And terrifying. Every one of those toys is scary looking. Yes. Which I guess is pretty true of toys from the 1800s. I yes. feel like they're all scary. And Yeah, and it's dark and they're like all made of wood and they have dead eyes and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they're loud. And this part, I was just like... Basil is not very likable, but I guess neither is Sherlock Holmes. He's nope. not meant to be likable. Yeah, he's egocentric and obnoxious and doesn't yeah. know how to relate to your average human being. Yeah. Read emotions. I do like his little noises, though, that he makes when he's, like, following a clue, or he's just like, bop, 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 bop. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Mice Holmes is cuter. Yeah. Than Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, human Holmes. Too serious. <laughs> Quite so. Uh, but yeah, then um, all the toys come to life. It's terrifying, and gets nabbed and they're like chasing after her through the toy yeah. store and then they jump on toby and chase after him yeah this scene i kind of i don't really understand fidget because he's like painted as this like as kind of dumb yeah you know he's like fidget i wrote these things down so that you go get them don't forget don't screw it up yeah. you know whatever but then like he's so cunning mm-hmm. in that he turns all these toys on quietly and sets them all off and chases them and then like also you know tricks olivia yeah into coming to look for him Mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe fidget doesn't know maybe he just has moments of genius maybe just go get a real job fidget go do something cool <sighs> this is a real job to him you think so this part i thought would be a fun video game i wonder if it's in any of the kingdom hearts games like where the chasing through the the toy store yeah like all the shots are cool yeah because as we'll talk about later they're using computer animation mm-hmm. to do like the background shots and stuff and yeah. it makes like the camera angles and stuff really fun yeah yeah, I like that part. It was entertaining. It is entertaining, and it's very well done, but also terrifying. Yes. But yeah, then Dawson is crying. Little Wolford Brimley looking ass mouse. <laughs> I think he looks like <laughs> Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters. Oh no. But with a belly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So he is more Wil- Wilford Brimley than but Jamie. But it's his hat. Yeah, he does look little Jamie, little Wilford. Yeah. <laughs> but it is sad when he's sad. I know, because, yeah, because Basil's yelling at him, and yeah. then he's like... <sighs> It's my fault. I was supposed to keep an eye on her. He's like, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll get her. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. always hope. As long as I can think. Yeah, then they go back to Radigan's. Olivia is reunited with her father. Yep. For in, one second. In a sad way. Yes. As um, bait. And then she proves herself again to be badass and resourceful. Hmm. Stomps on <laughs> Like they're just—he's just trying to be like, "Look, here she is." All right, but she stomps on Fidget's yeah. foot, which he says the best line in the whole movie. Where he says, "Ow, my foot! My only foot! <laughs> my only foot! Ow, my foot!" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they get separated again because he's like, "All right, yeah, go in the bottle." Yeah, I'm a mouse in a bottle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really hope you can save me, honey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can take that out. That's fine. Yeah, nope. In there. <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, then Fidget tells the story of what happened. Yep. To find out that he lost the list. And yeah, that Basil was chasing him. Yeah, which, okay. Basil and Radigan are nemeses. Mm. We know this. Yes. We they mentioned they've, they've both mentioned each other. So it's not just, it's not like a one-sided thing where <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get you. And they're like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. Like they're both, they hate each other. Yeah, yeah. We know that. And he's like, oh, I've got this really great plan and not even Basil can mess it up this time, which like, What's so different about this plan that you think that he's not going to get? And then yeah, true. when Fidget is like, yeah, and then, you know, Basil was chasing me and he's like, wait, Basil? It's like, why are you surprised? Who else would it be? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's the guy that you hate, that you're trying to outsmart every yeah, time. Yeah. Who's trying to catch you at every turn? Why, why does he sound so surprised that Basil's even like, he's like, how did he figure it out? Like, he's the greatest detective of all Maelstrom. He has a picture of you in his living room. It's his life's work. <laughs> all he does is try to catch you. It's just silly that he's like... Eat hot chip and lie. That's all he does. <laughs> it's just it's just silly that he's so, like... Surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then Radigan, like, feeds him to Felicia, and then he changes his mind, and wow, there just aren't a lot of funny parts to this movie, are there? No! Nothing to, like... Giggle at. No relief. No. Like, even Radigan, or not Radigan, uh, Fidget is supposed to be, like, a likable, quote-unquote, villain. Yeah. It's, yeah, a lot like Hunch, where it's like, are we supposed to feel bad for him? It's like, yeah. no, he sucks. Yeah. He's actually a dick. But then, you know, he almost gets killed, and you're like, what? <laughs> well, now there's no one left to even kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> but then he doesn't get killed, so it's great. He's yeah. still around. And then Fantastic. he just has Swiss cheese wings after that. Yeah. So then, uh... Basil and Dawson are doing some deducing. I love like all of his little science things that he does to this list. It yeah. makes it just seem so official. He's not just being like, I I looked at it and I decided. He's like, no, I got science. I got chemicals. To back up. They went through a tube. My claims. They made a little smoke puff. I looked at it with my microscope. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a dumb question. Okay. It's a river, yeah? Yeah. Why is it salt? It's... Where the river meets the waterfront. So the river meets the ocean? I actually wondered the same thing, where he's like, it's salt water? And he's like, yeah, we gotta go to the river. It's like, Yeah, rivers are fresh water. (laughs) What? Right? Yes. Okay. I meant to, like, look into that, and then I didn't. Yeah, no, that actually is very confusing, and I wondered the same thing. Because that's his big thing, is like, oh, yeah, this is salt water. And you're like, tight. And he's like, immediately, like, we gotta go to the river. And there's only one bar on the river. Yeah, just the one. There's only one bar on the river. For mice. That's our mice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which, again, there's only mice in this bar. But it's called, it's got a rat name, and I can't remember. Radigan. Yeah, it's just Radigan's. It's called Radigan's. (laughs) That's actually where he got his start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's named after the bar. (laughs) (laughs) He was born there. (laughs) It's called the Rat Trap. Oh. So, I guess that still sort of implies that rats are not allowed? Maybe. If a rat came in, they would be trapped. I guess. The door is probably too small for them. <laughs> but there is an octopus in there. Yeah, it's the smallest octopus. <laughs> <laughs> He's mouse-sized. I mean, oh. I guess I mean, are. Yeah, they come in all sizes. Oh. Yeah. Tiny. But yeah. So they go in disguise. 
Oh my god. And Dawson is trying so hard to be tough. And he's wearing his little striped crop top. And I was like, I think I have this outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's very cute. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, Um, he's he's trying so hard and he is um, not doing a good job at all. When there's Halloween again, (laughs) can we? I'll be Dawson and you be Bessel. It doesn't work. You're taller than I am. I'll be short. (laughs) For Halloween. Okay. Yeah, I'll get to wear a little mustache. That would be so cute. Two points. <laughs> I'll do that really bad accent that he does the whole time. Yeah, when they're trying to be tough. Yeah, because Dawson. A friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, Dawson is like, I'll have a sherry. A dry sherry. With um, hmm, a yeah. twist. Of- right. Yeah. He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I love him. I know. He's very likable. You think, I mean, he was in the army. You'd think he'd be <laughs> slightly tougher. I know he was a doctor. Well, he's a fancy doctor. But he's doctor. like an army surgeon. Yeah. He's seen some shit. I guess. Yeah, I've seen Mash. Those dudes are tough. Yeah, but he's just so soft and so squishy and and sweet. Um, Combat did not change him, which is good. Combat mouse. Now I'm just imagining that there are wars. Mouse wars. Of all the animal kingdoms when humans are fighting wars. They also fight? Yeah. Why else would he have gone over there if there wasn't a mouse army, an English mouse army? Well, I mean, there clearly was, but... Maybe it's unrelated to human political relations. Maybe the mouse, mm, maybe the, the mice the have mice their own kingdoms beef. Have their own, yeah. yeah, conflicts. Huh. I don't know. But anyway, back to reality with these mice. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they're in the bar, trying to find information about Radigan. I don't know. It doesn't. It's a fruitless. I mean, they I run think... into Fidget, so yeah. it ends up being fortuitous, but. If he hadn't been there, they would have learned nothing. That's just weird, too, that he doesn't know where Radigan is or, like... It's his very, very, very secret lair. Yeah, but he's been hunting him forever. I don't know. This just seems like a weird... Yeah, you're right. It's fine. It's a kid's movie. Until everyone in the bar is drunk. Everyone in the bar is smoking. Yep. And then the hot lady mouse comes out. This part of the movie has no bearing on the plot whatsoever, and I do not understand why it's in it. Does not need to be included, except for that they were like, it's a musical and there aren't enough songs, question mark. But like, this is this is not like a it's, musical yeah, song, it's not a musical. because it's like on stage, it's like being performed. Yeah, it's not so, part of the story whatsoever. No, does not need to be in there. I mean, it's it a nice song. It's super sexy. It the sexy. song literally is just like, don't worry, sailors. I'll fuck you. Yes. I mean, she is literally like, I'll take off all my clothes and do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. Are the lyrics to the song. Whatever will make you happy. You don't have to be lonely. I'm here for you. Each and every one of you. Yes. The only reason (laughs) that this song got to stay included, Mm because there were people who said, this is too sexy. This is too sexy. This is a children's movie. What the fuck is happening here? They were like, it's fine. It's a mouse. It's a mouse. It's not a person. It got titties. Oh, Okay. That's almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I got kids sexualizing mice. What? I don't. Yeah. It's very strange. And I, yeah, I just don't understand why it was included. Nope. Because it's not, it's not like one of those things where like a kid's movie includes some adult jokes that like only adults will pick up on. And no. It's yeah. because we all know the parents are going and right. want to also be entertained. Yeah. No, this is No parents are on... like, fuck yeah, there's right. a hot ass mouse in this movie. No. We can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. I hope not. Probably maybe one parent out there was like, <laughs> oh, finally one. something for me. But like, oh God. like this is a full on burlesque dance. And it's the whole song. Yes. 
It's like a three minute song. Yeah, it's not like one of those things that like starts and it's in the background while they talk. I mean, there are a little bit of like where it like cuts away to, to Fidget coming in. Yeah, and yeah. Basil being like, "Oh, there he is," and Dawson being like, "I love mouse titties." Right. I've been well, he... away with the war for so long. <laughs> He's allowed to love mouse titties. Yes, he's a mouse. True. Anyway, yeah. So again, I mean, if if Fidget had not shown up to this bar, I guess it's a good place to find some low life Fidget. Well, like, we know that he's probably gonna go there because this list that he has in his pocket that's a part of his wing is like, yeah, his his wing pocket. Yeah, it's got like these traces of whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's Fidget, no guarantee that he's going to be there. Yeah, and Fidget goes to lead them, actually, to the lair, because it's a trap. Right. So Fidget knows that they're going to be there, somehow. Somehow. Also, how did Fidget know to find Olivia at Basil's place? Because Radigan did not yet know that Basil was on the case. He didn't get her from No, Basil's but he place. saw her there. He went to go get her oh, there yeah, he and stuck her. his face in the window yeah. and they were like, we got to catch him. We got to go get Toby. Right. How did he know to go there and find her? Yeah. Like if he knows where Basil lives and Basil knows that Radigan hangs out at this bar. I don't know. Yeah. So many questions. Anyway, anyway it's a kid's movie except for the titties and the smoking and the drinking. And the death. And all the death and murder. What? But yeah, so, I mean, Basil's whole, Basil is just clearly flying by the seat of his pants here because he's like, all right, he's in over his head. He's like, we're going to go to this very seedy bar. I'm going to flat out ask the waitress, the, you know, barmaid, if Radigan is here or where I can find him. Right, they get you know drugged. what Radigan looks like. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. You don't need to ask. If he were there, you could see him. You have a photo of him. Yeah, presumably know. even in your wallet. <laughs> so. Carries it around. Have you seen this locket? <laughs> I think he's hot. <laughs> the sexual tension yeah yeah and then they get drugged which only lasts a moment yeah he slaps it out of him yeah that's how that works yeah it's fine here let me just surmise the next part please is this a kids movie there's so much drinking fidget shows up in the bar whoops bar fight geez violence follow fidget through the pipes oh shit a welcome party at radigan's yep there you go here we are <laughs> So Radigan has won. Basil and Dawson are all tied up. Yep. He explains his plot. Does he explain his plot? Yes. Well, sort of. He says he's going to Buckingham Palace. He explains how they're going to die. Yes. With his giant because he wanted Rube Goldberg to... machine. Of yeah, incredible. Extra murder. I. I mean, I. It's very. It's very evil for him to be like. I had all. I've. I've been planning this for so long. Yeah. That I've had all these plans for how to kill you. Couldn't pick one. I'm going to do them all. Unfortunately, yeah. that part is. It's dark but it's fun yeah yeah unfortunately i won't be here to watch because you were 15 minutes late <laughs> fair which i mean whew, radigan is on a tight schedule <laughs> it's true he's got to go replace the queen before she gives her speech yeah for the jubilee yeah the mouse jubilee yeah and basil is just catatonic oh yeah he he's cannot so handle that he's been no, trapped and that he's lost and yeah and i mean he truly has been like radigan is ahead of him yeah every, every step of the way Every little mouse footprint ahead of him. Yep. Yeah, so then they we go to the queen's chamber uh-huh. where she's getting ready. Yep. And then they come in <laughs> and like Fidget is dressed as uh, one of the soldiers and she's like, have you been with us long? <laughs> 
the fact that Fidget calls her a sweetheart is just like, come on, sweetheart. That's the queen. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did they know what she was going to be wearing? I don't know. A robot is wearing exactly her outfit. Yeah. Maybe she only has the one. It is 1897. She's the queen. Um, She's okay. got, she changes outfits five times a day. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, switches out for the robot. Mm-hmm. I, that robot makes me so uncomfortable. The way it like jiggles. It moves, yeah. I hate it. It's just not very convincing. No, I guess from maybe from far away. Yeah, I guess. But I it, yeah, it, it it's not convincing. It's uh got dead eyes and it's very jiggly and its voice sounds creepy. I mean, it sounds sort of like the Queen's, but yep. it doesn't move like a mouse. Anyway. Anyway, she's replaced. Then we cut back again to Radigan's lair to see the mice escape because Basil is good at math and mm-hmm. knows when to set off the trap. Yep. To stop the whole contraption. Yep. They escape. Yep. Basil tears off his disguise to reveal his coat. Yes. But poor Dawson does not Just have has a shirt. the same outfit. Poor <laughs> yeah. Dawson. Yeah. So they escape back to the palace. Radigan's reading his list of demands or whatever. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's supposed to be a radical political move, but I've yeah. seen worse, honestly. <laughs> recently <laughs> uh yeah and then they find toby somewhere they probably whistle for him it's like a video game you know you whistle your horse comes from the ether well they, they told him to sit outside when they went to buckingham palace he's like all right toby sit stay but they left radigans oh they rode toby to get to the palace oh yeah yeah but i don't know where he came from <laughs> he's just sorry he's just around yeah then they <laughs> The queen is falling apart. The plan is falling apart. Yes. Because they they get into the palace and Basil is the one talking through the robot queen and yeah. Yeah, turns on Rat again, yells at him, calls him a rat. Well, he calls him a stentious rodentious. Nice. Which is a SoundCloud rapper, I'm quite sure. <laughs> if it wasn't, <laughs> it is now. Yeah, so the plot is foiled. You would think it would be done, but it isn't. No, no. But wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. Radigan has Olivia again. Yep. And then they head for Big Ben, as as we remembered. Yes. Which I have a note here that says, did helium balloons exist in 1897? Oh, I don't know. The answer is yes. Oh, good. The first helium balloon was invented in 1824. Good to know. So someone else did their research. Yeah. Because I was like, definitely not. I'm glad you were curious about balloons and I was curious about Germany. It's like, did Germany <laughs> exist in 1897? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they <laughs> they head for Big Ben. Yep. They He kills Fidget again. <laughs> again. That little, I mean, it's it's a good thing that it wasn't, like, remotely windy, because that little tiny mouse dirigible is <laughs> going, like, mouse dirigible. I know, it's like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how they're controlling it, but they're doing great. They're doing great. Um, Then they get into Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Little Mouse Big Ben tonight on TLC. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final Big Ben confrontation. Oh, my God. <laughs> this scene is also so scary. I know, but it is cool the way they do yes. the camera angles and the backgrounds. Like, very cool. Animation-wise, very mm-hmm. cool, impressive, yeah. but dark. So dark. scary. Olivia yeah. almost gets squished. Yeah. And plus, like, they all have so many, like, loose. They got tails. They got capes. They yeah. got jackets. Like, yeah, shit, scarves. Shit's blown around. Yeah. In all these gears. Like, ugh. It makes me very nervous. 
Yeah. And then they, they do save Olivia. They, like, float over towards Big Ben, and they're a little dirigible, yeah. and uh, get her out of there. Yep. I did remember, like, I had a moment where, like, uh, Mr. Fleversham is trying to reach Olivia's little hand. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember this part. Yeah. Because that's so tense. Yeah. Will she be saved? Like, just throw her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a mouse. Just One throw her. Them. What can she weigh? One of them will catch her. Yeah, right? Hopefully. Uh, yeah. And then they fight. Yes, they fight. Yes. Basil is not built for physical confrontation no, the way that Radigan is. a nerd, and Radigan is a rat. <laughs> Like, yeah, this is not a fair fight. Versus mouse. Yeah, he's huge. And it, there's this whole, like, werewolf kind of sequence. Yeah, where... he gets, like, bigger, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think he's just, he's no longer containing his ratness. Oh, he's true, just yeah. going feral. He's he had like... squished himself into those mouse clothes. Yes. And then he was like, fuck it! He's like, nope, I'm busting out of this suit. In the same way, the giant bug from Men in Black busts out of Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. <laughs> exactly like <laughs> and that. And in this fucking mouse suit for so long <laughs> yeah and then they're falling again and then it's fine they fall to their death but wait basil's not dead he fine i do love that where they're just they're just staring into the abyss and they're like oh no basil he's dead and then you hear that and the little look that he gives them is just like i am alive like, <laughs> i love you like even though you're obnoxious and yeah full of yourself you're still so lovable yeah cute and then everyone's safely back the at end. Basil's. Yep. The end. Radigan got squashed. Yep. Do you think he kept the picture up? Yes. Good. But with Game like a, a flower X. crown. Oh. I was going to say, just drew an X <laughs> over him. Or like a check mark. Deceased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got him. Yep. It's so cute at the end, though, when they're all like in Basil's apartment and mm-hmm. they show Toby out just sitting outside, just wagging his little tail, yes. like listening to what they're going to do next. Yes. Like, He's uh, a part of the group. I want a Toby spinoff. It's just Toby. Just Toby. <laughs> just solving crimes. Yeah. Just sniffing out perfect crimes. Like, he can't really solve them because he can't talk. Yeah. But he'll just, like, sniff out a perpetrator and then just look at him and be like, <laughs> I know. I know what you did. And that's the end. Yeah. It's just, like, Telltale Heart where he just keeps following this man around until he turns himself <laughs> into the police. <laughs> that stupid dog! Ah! Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I would watch that. Miss Flanger Hanger. God. <laughs> I thought... I had thought there were more, but there's only the three. Yeah. Because Basil is too absorbed in himself and solving a mystery to know anyone's name. I know. I do think it's interesting that Basil keeps calling her the wrong name, but Radigan Always keeps, gets it right. Yeah, gets yeah. it right every time. Yeah. So it is it is interesting the... Juxtaposition. Or something. Thank you. I, yeah, I think that's what I was looking for. Yep. Um, And then, yeah, and then so we end on the sun actually finally coming up. <laughs> Yeah, 12 days later. Yeah, which I wrote, let Basil sleep. Because she's like, hey, I have a mystery. And they're like, cool, let's solve it. I'm like, maybe take a nap. Yeah. Change your socks. Yeah. (laughs) You've been in the sewer. It's true. I got the impression that this all takes place in one night, but it doesn't because, I mean, it feels like it because it's always at night and there's never anything happening during the day. Yeah. But Radigan keeps being like, this needs to be done. You know, you've got two days. This needs to to be done. So he he keeps giving it. So it takes place over the course of like two days, which kind of then why is none of it in the daytime? Uh, Because everyone sleeps during the day. They're all nocturnal. Yeah. London's just nocturnal. No, the mice. Oh, just the mice. I mean, the bat, definitely. That's true. It's just, what do they do during the day? They're just sleeping the whole day? I mean, I guess. I guess. Anyway. 
does Basil sleep? Does he have drug problems like Sherlock Holmes? Probably. <laughs> I mean, he's he is very unhinged. Yes. Like, he's just... Not an okay rat. No. A mouse. Mouse, he's a mouse. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah, I did read, fine. speaking of the end, that is the last movie to put the end at the end. Yeah. Everybody else had phased had... that out, but Disney was like, no, we're still doing it. Yeah. It had gone out of fashion. And then they just were like, okay, we're not. Although, I think Quentin Tarantino has done it a few times, probably. Because he's really into titles. That's true. He He might do it. Since then. But, anyway... My thoughts are, that was a really serious movie, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know why it's a kid's movie. No, it's incredible. Or why I liked and... it so much. Yeah. I don't either, but I do. I still do. Yeah. Something about it is fun. Did it make you cry? No. Me neither. There aren't really any, like, heart-wrenching parts. There's, like, a lot of tension. Yeah. But no, it's like... It's tense and scary, but it's not ever... Yeah. Super emotional. No touching parts, I uh-uh. guess. Re... No, it's, it's very... Play? It's very British in that, like, you know, even like Basil at the end where he's like, that kid's all right. <laughs> like, he's not going to yeah. show a lot of intense, like, right. You know, um, definitely a replay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it again. I'm yeah. not in a hurry to. No, but it's one that um, I remember fondly and I, this did not change that. And I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it again. Sure. sure. Whenever I have time. Yeah. Just got to watch other movies, you know? Yep. I have a, uh, I don't know if you know, I started a podcast. Oh, or wow. watch movies, so I don't know if I have time. But sure. If I did, sure. Then you'd watch it. Yeah. yeah. If you had free time. You got any interesting... I have another question. Facts? Oh, tell me about it. Which supervillain would you want to do the voice acting for? Like, <laughs> me? Yeah, you. Of all time? Yeah. One that already exists? Probably. Because this was like a dream come true for Vincent Price. True. He just wanted to do something animated. Yeah, he wanted to work with Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And he was just talking about how, you know, the villain is always the interesting one. And Yeah, I mean, he's very villainous. Yeah. He's... He does such a good job. He does. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't... I, any of them. I would, I would yeah, be fine I would with be whatever. Fun. I just want to do... Yeah, being a villain would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if anybody is uh, getting started with animation, yeah. needs some free voice actors, holla. I'll do it. I always sound asleep. I'll do it. If yeah. you need a sleepy, calm <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah. Um who thinks they're funny. Right. Do it. <laughs> you you have to write the jokes. I'm not I'm not one of those ad lib voice actors. I am. I'll do it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. I just think like it was just obvious how much fun he had doing it that yeah. made me imagine doing something like that yeah he also said that he this is like one of his favorite roles because they wrote two songs just for him yeah and he so, got to sing them yeah and yeah. he he had a huge part in like what radigan looked like yeah because originally he was like real scrawny yeah and then which kind of would have made more sense for him to be like i'm a mouse and right it may, i mean he's and, very but, clearly a rat yes in that's his funnier. character design yeah yeah i think um, it's funnier that he's like you're not fooling anyone right yeah but then once Vincent Price was cast, they were like, we, you know, we kind of want to make him look more. Yeah. Not, he doesn't look like Vincent Price, but he's got he that feel. He looks like what Vincent Price sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and so then they like, were like, okay, well, here's these redraws. And he got to kind of like have a hand in that. And then also once he started recording lines, they started kind of drawing around that yeah. to include Vincent Price's like the way that he moves and mm-hmm. his like expression. And which I think is really cool because it's. I mean, it just looks so good, and you yeah. believe it. Yeah, because he's so yeah, very fitting. Evil. 
evil. He truly is one of, I think, one of the most evil just villains. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of good, but he is just like, I mean, bad. he's just bad. Yeah. Bad His motivation bone. is just to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the basic stuff, you know, it's released in 1986. It has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, the budget was $14 million. Wow. Yeah. And it made 37 Wow. So it was very successful. Yeah. Um, They made it in like a year. Yeah. Because they cool. it was the relied first, on computers so much. Yeah. The first movie to use so much computer animation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, It's interesting because The Black Cauldron came out in 1985. Yeah. And was very expensive to make. Which I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I, I kind of want to watch it. Um, yeah. Because it keeps coming up in our yeah. research about... I've seen it one time. The history we'll, of animation. We'll definitely do an episode about um, it. But, yeah, it almost... It was such a failure that it almost bankrupted Disney Animation. Wow. And then this movie being such a quick turnaround profit is really what, like... Like, saved Saved them. it. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. were a lot of sources that were like, we wouldn't have... You know, like Aladdin and the Lion King and the Little Mermaid that all came after during the Renaissance. Like this was, this wasn't a part of the Renaissance, but no. it was the it was beginning. the last movie of the Bronze Age. Yeah. To then like allowed them, yeah, to yeah. like get that the Renaissance, yeah, that they needed to save themselves and become the just <laughs> conglomerate. <laughs> yes, that they are today. Yes. Which woof. It's great. We all love it. Um, we love Disney uh, because we have to or we'll be put in the mines. <laughs> and the, we'll be put in the Disney vault. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I d- yeah. I just thought that was interesting because it like was such a surprise success and made them so much quick money that, you know, they got to keep going. Yeah. Even though it's not a children's movie. No. <laughs> There, I mean, there were, most of the reviews that I saw, though, were good and favorable, and they were like, oh, this was fun, and uh, it's just like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it fun? It's not. Maybe it's more fun than The Black Cauldron, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, with, with American Tale just having come out, and that movie being colorful and actually fun, and... Yeah, and, and Don Bluthy. So, it the story comes from a book mm-hmm. called Basil of Baker Street. Yeah, there's a series. There's like 12 or 13 of them. Yeah. Um, but they changed the name. Because they thought it sounded too English. Yeah. Basil is the most, probably one of the most English names. Yeah, unless you call it Basil. Ba- yeah, no. Not, Basil a Baker Street. Not Basil. Basil. <laughs> or Nigel. Yeah. Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I think that um, some animals need certain types of names. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought that Pomeranians need stuffy British dude names. And I've always yeah. wanted a Pomeranian named Basil for that reason. I mean, I would like to meet one. I don't think I want to own a Pomeranian. I love them. I don't know any. I'm not. Yeah, I've met, I've I knew one when I worked at a dog hotel oh, named yeah. Francis Aww. because they deserve Francois. Yeah, they deserve stuffy British dude names. That's fair. So, because they they always just look like they should be wearing a monocle and a top hat. Yeah, or at least a bow tie. Yeah, tucked in all that fur. Yeah, yeah. So the idea of the movie obviously came from that book, mm-hmm. but when they first started discussing it they were kind of like they had already started work on the rescuers and they were like uh it feels really similar more mice yeah and it does feel really similar yeah um so yeah that's why there's like some space between the two like the idea came up while the rescuers was in production and they were like uh these are really similar we should probably like just wait on it when did the rescuers come out because i always think of the rescuers as being much older than this movie but it's not i don't know it might be 
Much older. I mean, at least a couple of years. Oh, shit. Yeah. 1977. Oh, wow. Yeah, so much sooner. So Almost they had 10 been years. Yeah, talking about making but this like, into a movie. Off. But yeah, they had already started working on The Rescuers, so they were like, too many mice. Yeah. They're like, look, we know we're Disney and we have the thing with mice. That's true. They should have just leaned in and be like, every movie is mice. Fuck it. That's like, I mean, Jim Henson, every movie is puppets. Disney, every movie is mice. Every movie is mice. It's fine. Yeah. This was the directorial debut for John Musker and Ron Clements. Yes. Um, But as a duo, they went on to do The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Hercules, Treasure Planet, Princess and the Frog, and Moana. Yeah. Which is Powerhouses. Wild. I yeah. know. The fact that they're still like around and... I mean... I would be like, I'm tired. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old they were when they did this movie, but yeah, that's, what, 30 years later Moana came out? Yeah, and I'm, so pretty you awesome. know, I'm 33, I'm tired, and I haven't even directed one movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... A deadline? No, I guess if you, you <laughs> liked your job, <laughs> you might want to keep doing it for 30 years, I but guess. the idea of doing any job for 30 years makes me very tired. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're not working on the same thing every time, so it's new and fun and interesting, I guess. True. That's cool though. We I I owe these guys a lot. Yeah, truly. Like they formed a lot of. Especially they've been Mermaid. paid. I don't think you owe them anything. Not <laughs> not monetarily, <laughs> just emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some like behind the scenes stuff though, where they interview like the you know the creators and the voice actors and all that, which is yeah you know interesting. But I was just like, God, there was no diversity in Disney at this time. Like, it is all old white men. It like, still there's is, like, I'm sure. Yeah, but there's like one, one young-ish dude. Everyone else, not only is everyone white. Oh yeah, and they're male, just all like, and also old. Like, it was just everyone just looked old. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I guess whoever voiced Olivia is probably a lady, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. it was an eight-year-old little girl. Her name was. Susan Palachik, oh, and this cute. is the only thing she's ever done. Oh, <laughs> so. I, I knew I could rely on you for looking that up. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like a bunch of bunch of old men making a movie for kids. That's why it's probably not very child friendly. Yeah, God, no kidding. Yeah, I did think that it was interesting. Did you see who the original choice for voicing Basil was? I saw a couple, um, but John Cleese. Yeah, <laughs> and also Michael Palin. Was considered, Who's who that? is also uh, part of Monty Python's. Oh, yeah, circuit, yeah, yeah. So. That would have been great. Yeah. I mean, the guy who did Basil was fine. He did a great job. Yeah, yeah he's very cute. But I just love John Cleese. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Fidget? Yes. <laughs> I I had never really, like... I mean, when you hear his voice, you're like, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. But he has been in a ton of things. But in this... So his name's Candy Candido. His name's, like... Something Candido. I'm I think sure. it's Jonathan. Yeah. But... Because, you know, Candido, so they call him Candy, which is cute. He has been in so many things, but normally his voice is so much deeper than that. Well, yeah, and he... I, what is his normal voice, though? You know, like, is that his normal voice? I don't know. Yeah, when, when he we should... orders food at a restaurant, does he, like, <laughs> that super deep? <laughs> One meatball, please. <laughs> I'm putting that in the show notes just because gonna it's say, fun as hell. Yeah, yeah we this... should put... There's a video of him uh, singing on YouTube yeah that's really fun we'll put it in the show so fantastic but he's um like he's the indian chief in peter pan which i saw a clip of that and i was like oh my god (sighs) they're not even no trying you want to talk racist but i mean that's like that's even 
that's Silver Age. Like, when did that movie come out? The fifties. Yeah, not like, that it was ever yeah, 50s acceptable, or 60s, but like, yeah. holy shit! I know. Yeah, I watched a super cut of like a bunch of things that he had done. Yeah, and that one like popped up in the middle, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, have you not seen? I probably have Peter Pan. Oh, that whole scene is just. I'm sure it is. <laughs> what makes the red man red? Like, <laughs> it's really bad. I That's mean, it is. So bad. It's unsavably bad like is it even on disney plus i wonder probably because they it's have like edited some a classic stuff, yeah. I, you can't i mean that's a it's a third of that movie because there's oh not to get off on this tangent but there's a scene before that where uh the lost boys and john and michael are they're just looking for something fun to do so they decide they're gonna go hunt indian people because they know that there are indian people who they're just they go to find them not oh, like wow. hunt them kill them but they sing a song called we're off to find the engines i mean it is oh it's bad. It's there's no saving it. <sighs> anyway, anyway, Candy Candido voiced that guy with his super deep voice. He also does yeah. the voices of well, the voices <laughs> like <laughs> the noises that the crocodiles make in the Rescuers movie. Yeah, there's a That's super. Him. Yeah, there's a super cut of all of the voices that he's done, and it's like every roar. Yeah, the Jungle is in Book, a Disney movie, Brother Bear. No, uh, Fox and the Fox Hound. and the Hound. Yeah. He's the bear. Any, mean, honestly, like anything there were movies i hadn't heard of like any yeah. thing that had a roar yeah it was him it's him yeah and i'm sure they just like sampled you know he wasn't there they were just like yeah. we're just reused the noises over and over again right but, which speaking of reusing noises in that scene where fidget gets fed to felicia that scream is not candy candido it is an unused scream oh. that they were gonna put in the haunted mansion ride in oh. Disneyland, but they just didn't use it they're like yeah throw it in there we have this in the drawer yeah just pull out the scream exactly <laughs> interesting so but yeah he's he's super cute and it made me very happy so they had to for this one they had to speed his voice yeah they up. sped it up so that it would be quote-unquote cuter yeah yeah missed yeah yeah it's uh, there's a note that said when designing fidget the disney animators were focused on creating a scary yet comical and lovable character and i'm like lovable i, do I don't not know love fidget i like fidget i don't love him yeah not really not even really like comic relief no because he's not, he doesn't do anything funny. He's no. mean. No. Like Dawson scary. is the comic relief, I guess. Yeah, if Toby there is a little one. bit. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Our boy Frank Welker is back. Yeah, I saw his name. Who was he doing? Toby and Felicia. So just <laughs> noises. <laughs> they just hire Frank Welker to make animal noises. <laughs> he's like, I mean, and he probably saw Candy Candido in the studio, like using his actual voice. Yeah. And he was like, damn, oh, goals. Maybe he loves. And he's just like, listen, if I talk, they'll know it's me, Fred Jones. So oh, yeah. <laughs> should just, I'll just pretend I'm a dog. Yeah. Wolf. Wolf, wolf. It's me, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I would have gotten away with it, too. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, he's back. Um, And also, there's a ghost in this movie. A ghost. A ghost. This uh, is a paranormal podcast now. Yes. Dude. So we see... When they go to get Toby, we see the actual Sherlock Holmes talking to Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sherlock Holmes is voiced by Basil Rathbone, who had been dead for 20 years. Oh, yeah. They just used a recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they just... uh, Okay, interesante. He had recorded The Adventures of the Red-Headed League a couple months before he died, just as like an audiobook. Oh, yeah. And so Basil is named after Basil Rathbone because he had played Sherlock Holmes so many times. Basil Rathbone. Is that his real name? Yeah, I don't know, but it's That's badass. Tight. Yeah. I like it. 
But yeah, I thought that was cool that they were like, we'll just put him in here because he's so famous. My name's Basil. Here's my Rathbone. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It is cool. Oh, I also, I was like, I want to know more about Radigan. So I tried to research as much as I could about him just as a character yeah. to find out. First, I want to know Professor Radigan. Professor yeah. of what? Is he a professor? They call him professor. They call him professor. I mean, I is he a mouse? Just a. <laughs> they call him a mouse. I think that's just a. Because uh, it's Professor Moriarty. Oh. So they're like, Professor Radigan. Okay. Yeah. His first name is Podrick. <laughs> Why? Podrick Radigan. Podrick Radigan. Sure, sure. And then there is there are a couple lines in the song, The World's Greatest Criminal Mind, mm-hmm. which. Tiny side note, there's another song called The World's Greatest Criminal Mind that was featured in an episode of Batman about a Batman nemesis named Egghead, who is played by Vincent Price. Oh. <laughs> so he's like, hey, me again. Interesting. Anyway, there's a couple lines that are cut from that song that implies that the Tower Bridge job, to which he does refer, involved him throwing a bunch of mice in the river and then shooting them if they resurfaced. Why? So, because he's so evil. This just seems... uh. Yeah, yeah, not the way. Intense. So they did cut that part out. Thank you. Got to make friends if you're going to be a villain. You know. Yeah, I mean he's got he doesn't have friends. He's got people who are afraid of him, and that's pretty much the same thing. Oh yeah, same. But yeah, that was all really I was able to find out about him. Interesting. Oh, Redigan. Yeah. Oh, Redigan. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool movie. Cool movie. Uh, intense. intense. Not for children. Probably one I would hold off, you know, like for my own children, like, wait, you can watch that one when you're a little bit older. They probably just think it was boring, honestly. They might, I don't know. I liked it as a kid. So. Yeah. We had, didn't have the internet when we were kids. A couple where it's like, <laughs> it's either too intense or I need you to understand that this is not okay before you can watch it. Like Peter Pan and Pocahontas. Like, you can watch it at some point, but not in your formative years. <laughs> True. You know, it's a little... I need to explain some things before you watch this movie. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there it was. There it was. There it's been. There we went. (laughs) And here we go. (sighs) Got anything else? No. (laughs) Good. I'm sick of looking at you. Get out of my garage. Fine. It's warmer. Everywhere else. (laughs) So cold. All right. You can find us on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. Or you can email us at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Google, Spotify. That's it. That's, That's all. it. Go subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell- I don't really have any. Uh, tell your enemies. Shit. Specific questions for this movie, but. Yeah. Just email us. Yeah, Say if you hi. want. Tell us how you feel about Vincent Price. Yes. If it's unfavorably, never email me again. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> um, as always, if you have any suggestions for movies that we should do, feel free to send them to us. Gmail us. We'll add them to the list. DM us. Slide right in. Thank to the you. DMs. So much for listening, and we will see you next week. And don't forget to fucking stay fresh, you cheese bag. Reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Bye, bitch.
besser. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.